Hello, I'm Holly, and you're listening to another episode of Talking Games. Hello, all. Welcome to another episode. I hope uh, this podcast finds you well. I would like to say, first of all, thank you so much for all of the feedback I've got since episode one. Absolutely overwhelmed. Um, the amount of DMs I've had, people saying it to me in person. Thank you so much. Uh, it's really opened up uh, quite the uh, exciting feeling for me because I s sat down to do the podcast as a passion project and I didn't really think of, of how it would be. Well, I guess I did think about the reception it would get. But it's also so different to what I normally do. So it's it's quite lovely to get such lovely feedback. And also not just from gamers. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it took that turn. And I guess, brilliant. I have had messages from people in my community that aren't uh, necessarily gamers by like as in they are gamers but they don't stream or they don't create content and I had such lovely messages saying uh, how they could relate some parts of my podcast to their day-to-day -day. so wow thank you and thank you for the five-star reviews I see them uh, keep them coming it means a lot uh, and it definitely shows the podcast in a good light so thank you thank you keep it coming um, I, I'd love to hear your feedback and also any questions you have or any uh, things you'd like me to discuss or raise. So the last couple of weeks, uh, I, I sound a bit more gravelly today because I unfortunately have had COVID. Uh, it was a knock-on effect of Holicon, which did happen. Amazing time. I met so many of my community, some that I had uh, met before at TwitchCon and things like that, like different meetups, Insomnia Gaming Festival, which I love Insomnia. Uh, so seeing some of you again and seeing some of you for the first time was amazing. <laughs> I mean, I always get nervous going to meet um, anyone really, but most of all the community. Because I always have that, I've got to be honest, that feeling of like not wanting to disappoint. I don't know uh, if you know what I mean, but um, that feeling that uh, someone might have a perception of you. And it's different when they meet you in person. You're not the same. I mean, I am the same. I like to think, but you know, I, I, we all, we all do it. I, I do it. You, you know, you, if you feel like you know someone and then you meet them, I don't know. It's just a big worry of mine to not be the vision uh, that has been uh, perceived, I guess. But oh gosh, my voice sounds so deep. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, but no, the podcast carries on. Uh, but yeah, it was it was brilliant. And thank you all for coming who did come. Um, I hope you had fun. Some came from Belgium, um, the Netherlands. Some people had never been to London before. And it's such a huge deal to take that step to do something like that. Honestly, um, really, really, really inspiring uh, the journeys that some of the community made um, ha having never made the journey before to London. London's a big place. It's, it's you know, it's huge. And it also takes a lot of getting used to. So thank you. It was a huge deal for some of you to do that, to really step up 
and do something totally out of the ordinary. And I hope it paid off for you. And actually, it brought me to the discussion on this episode, which is happiness. And, you know, going for those things that do make you happy, even if they seem scary, and and how it makes you feel. And I know the absolute wall that was to climb for some people. And I think, wow, absolutely, absolutely, um, you know, huge of you to do that. So thank you very much. Okay, so happiness. I was thinking about happiness and how it relates to what I do and thinking of how that happiness and relating that to streaming, say, or like content creating, uh, how it affects affects what we do or what you do in your day to day, whether it is, you know, creating content, you know, happiness. And, and it's, oh, it's going to take me a minute to explain it. But the way I feel like from creating content from like day one, I have always correlated happiness with views or happiness with, you know, that video causes lots of stir and I get comments and I, it's almost like validation, right? Validation for doing something you love. It doesn't feel good unless you have that validation. And that's quite a, it's quite a real thing to swallow, isn't it? Like, why is that? (laughs) And it's really got me thinking, why? I love doing what I do. I love making content. I love playing games. Why do I need that validation from doing it? But I do. I know what I have. I'm, I've worked on the fact that that doesn't actually correlate to happiness. Um, and I'm still learning that and I'm still thinking about it and I'm still uh, processing that because sometimes it does get to you, right? It does, even if it's you know in your day-to-day job you do something you put a lot of work into it if you don't get the feedback that you want it feels horrible right it feels like you've wasted your time or you're not good enough and it's really I don't know shifting that mindset that the applaud of others isn't giving you the happiness the happiness should be in what you're doing otherwise gosh, we'll be chasing that forever. And that, to me, thinking about happiness, what makes me happy, you know, what is what truly makes me happy and what is happiness? What is happiness to you as you're sitting here listening? What is it that makes you happy and why aren't you doing it more? With happiness, for me, I find joy in, you know, making other people laugh (laughs) and maybe... You know, as, as as a content creator, when I started out streaming to a few viewers, no viewers, I got the validation when I had a viewer or a couple of viewers right at the start. And I thought, right, I'm doing it. I'm doing good because these people are enjoying it and they're staying. And I guess to some degree, it kind of puts you on that path of like, okay, I'm onto something here. People are enjoying it. But ultimately, was I enjoying it? because I was doing it or was I waiting to enjoy it when others told me it was good isn't that wild like think about that apply that to what you do and what you do to that you think 
you know, creates happiness. It really is a thinker. So like when I had 10 viewers, did I think I'd be happier if I had 20? And did I think I'd ha be happier if that then up to 40? Like where does it stop? And thinking about that and where does it stop, like someone with a thousand viewers, they're not happy because they want more. They want 2,000 viewers. And somebody with 5,000 viewers will be upset if that went down to 4,800 viewers average. But the person who has 10 thinks they'd be happy at 4,000, 5,000 views. But the goal just changes. There is no, there's no end. And that's kind of astonishing because I don't think you think like that. I don't, I certainly hadn't until I sat down and had this thought about, you know, pushing the boundaries and, and coming out to something like Holycon. I've got to explain Holycon. It's not some like self-inflated ego thing that it's called Holycon and my community come to meet me. It actually started off as a joke. Um, in lockdown, when I was streaming, I kind of said, oh, when lockdown ends, I'm going to go to every gaming convention I can because I haven't done and I, I want to do that. So it kind of became a joke. And I, you know, TwitchCon, all of the conventions were off. And I kind of said, I'm going to do it. And then in the community, then this running joke come about Holycon and like doing a meetup for Holycon. And I was like, oh, if lockdown ever ends, yes. So it became this joke and then the joke snowballed into, uh, okay, so when is Holy Holycon? And then that's what happened. So I promise you it wasn't a self-inflated ego, uh, me announcing a convention in my name. I'd like to clear that up. So yeah, so I think... Of course, as a content creator, in any form um, and in any way that you need validation for the work that you do in anything, I think, yes, there is that validation. But it shouldn't be what makes you happy doing that. It shouldn't be the the word. It shouldn't be the, the be all of why you're doing what you're doing because you will never be happy. You will never find that level of happiness. Because that happiness level will never stay still. Like I said, if you have a thousand viewers, two thousand, three thousand, ten thousand viewers, forty thousand followers, you'll want fifty thousand. So if you're doing what you're doing, measuring it by I'll be happy if I get Twitch partner. I'll be happy if I hit ten K views on a video. That's, you're setting yourself up for constant worry and constant self-sabotage. And I think the way to look at it is finding what you feel out of the journey of doing that and not trying to rush the journey, not trying to skip ahead a few paces and think, I'll only be happy when I make Twitch partner or I make YouTube partner because we will never be happy. And I know that's kind of like, well, because I find it whoa, but what? But but then I thought, and then on that point, I thought. So then, what makes me happy about doing what I do? What are the things that make me happy about creating content, pressing live on Twitch, and going live and spending evenings a week, doing it? And then I think of Holycon, and then I think of the happiness that 
the community get from me going live and the clips and the laughter and the running jokes and you know the messages I receive you know at Christmas as I said in my last episode I have a lovely moderator Ronnie who makes videos collected with you know messages from the whole community um I don't expect it but it happens and some of the messages like are so heartfelt and so touching and so far beyond what I thought the stream would be when I started it that's what makes me happy everything else is a secondary the viewers are a secondary yes the more people that view it the more people are enjoying it the more messages you receive on that you know okay that does kind of relate to it but what at the core of what I do making the stream is enjoying spending time with people who enjoy spending time with me and it positively impacts the day-to-day and the week-to-week and the month-to-month and the year-to-year. That is where the happiness lies for me. And it's so easy to to, to concentrate on the numbers and, and think I'm no good because I'm not getting those numbers. How are they, How is that person better than me because they've got this many uh, viewers and they've got this and they've got that and I do that, I play that game. And And that's my next point in my journal that I've written is becoming addicted to that, you know, that thrill of getting the viewers and like, oh my gosh, look, oh my gosh, I've got this many. Like, it's short-lived, it's, it's, it's temporary, right? But that feeling can be then, it can impact the way you view others, like your peers say. So that can impact, you know, and, and I'm not, I don't want to say the word resentment, but this is a very honest podcast. We're being honest. I'm honest with you. And I hope this generates honest feelings with whoever is listening. But it, it, how could it not make you think, what, have, what are they doing that I'm not? You know, it, it's that classic age-old, you know, with social media, say, for example. Someone's not going to put up their chicken nuggets and chips they're having for dinner. I have chickens and chicken nuggets and chips for dinner sometimes. But I don't put that up. I put up the lovely ramen that I made. And it's that, isn't it? It's, it's looking into someone's life and measuring it by what they are displaying, social media. Sorry, my voice. I'm going to have to have a bit of water, two secs. I'm struggling through with COVID here. Bear with me. So like, it's like looking at that one portion of that person's life and thinking they have it perfect. They have it amazing. You know, it's that kind of that weird thing that we do and I do it I put up nice pictures of me in good light with great filters and it's the same thing as 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 you know it's comparing yourself to others with absolutely no basis other than the fact <laughs> that you've seen these images on Instagram you think they've got a perfect life and they've got this perfect home um well-behaved dog you know <laughs> you know my dog I put a cute picture up of him sitting there looking cute but he's so naughty but you don't see the naughtiness. <laughs> you don't see the, you know, barking when someone knocks at the door till to the point where I'm sure that the delivery people think, what on earth is happening to that dog in there? Because he goes wild. You don't see that. And and that is that can be applied to that. Like I, you know, you look at view uh, other streamers, other content creators, and you think, What what are that you know, what have I not got? What am I not doing? And you you self 
deprecate you you think you look at yourself and you think oh it's me I'm wrong I'm doing it wrong and you know I'm I'm trying to sit here and telling you it's not you it's not what you're doing and 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 by default looking at others and thinking you know you know what they're doing and seeing the result trying to apply it to yourself is only going to create this negative circle so what I wanted to say was whatever you're doing don't seek the happiness in what what other factors can happen to make you happy like view, more viewers making me more happy that will never end well or it will never it will never stop the bar will keep raising what i think we should all try to do is like look at what enjoyment you get out of literally doing that literally doing the content that you're doing or doing what you enjoy doing day to day and not think about the output of it <clears throat> One of my favorite writers is Maya Angelou. And I mean, if you want something life-changing, listen to her on Audible, I think. Um, she's actually, she had actually read out her books, like how to, I Know Why the Cage Birds Things. And, and at a really low point in my life, actually, before I started streaming, I listened to that um, audio book and it changed my life. It just made me... I don't know it it was an experience so uh, honestly if you're looking for a lovely listen it's a very it's a tough story it's her real story but honestly it was life-changing for me but she, in in one of then I went on like this spree of listening to everything that Maya Angelou had ever said because her voice even adds to it <clears throat> and she talked about having a day away um and the day away thing really stuck with me because, you know, we can, as I said in what I'm talking about with finding happiness, you know, n n you won't, might not necessarily find the happiness you are looking for in general with, you know, work or streaming or you might not necessarily find it, but it's also important to run that alongside of your happiness. And I know it sounds corny and cheesy, but as Maya Angelou said in this day away, um, idea she 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 had and she played out she would go and do something for a day leave phones whatever you know completely don't make any plans and just go and have a day away and she'd look forward to the days away and she'd just go maybe go for a walk maybe sit down and write something but have a day away from the normal you know daily you know, we, we live in a world now where our phones are constantly pinging and constantly calling to us and we're going to the phone. And I, I'm guilty of it too. But this whole thing of a day away really stuck with me because I do think we need like time to set ourselves down and, and just enjoy being and doing exactly what we want to do in that moment. A huge thing for me and my community will know is I love horse riding. Um, and one thing about going horse riding and hanging out at the stables is I don't look at my phone and during the job that I do I look at my phone a lot I'm not gonna lie I look here a lot and also you know with having a community the discord is constantly I'm constantly worrying about it because you wouldn't want anything bad to go on in a discord if you don't know what discord is it's like a message and like a chat room for usually streamers I guess are gamers I, I'm thinking I, I mean I actually don't know but I know in the gaming community discord is huge and it's a place for all of your community kind of hang out 
in with usernames and like talk about different topics and like you know if I go live I'll write a message and I just love discord it's wonderful um and it's got like you put memes in there everyone says good morning every morning I love it but it's a 24-hour thing because if you think about it as well like different time zones uh so constantly I worry like oh, imagine someone hacked it because it happens um so I'm always on my phone and being at the yard and, and around horses I don't look at it because I can't really because I mean I'm me wandering around near like horses they're quite they you know it's not like they're like fluffy bunnies they're they're dangerous you have to be aware when you're around them but also the horses you you almost they command respect so when you're there and you're brushing them you kind of just go into this like little day days and a little bubble of like doing that task and setting out to do that task and completing it and that is it 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 like gives you me happiness anyway sorry about the siren in the background if you can hear it um i record these late at night so like the door doesn't go off for the dog uh, i'm being that honest about the dog he goes mad so I, I finished stream i was losing my voice but i thought i must i must come on here and do it so yeah so the halls like and and like something like as, as as like the task of like brushing them until they're clean or like cleaning out their feet and like painting them like they're this task that you know you set out to do it you get enjoyment out of doing it. You get enjoyment out of the result. And then, you know, you feel good. My mind switched off. If I ride the horse, I don't even think. <laughs> I It's funny. I went through some tough news this year. I won't go into it, but it was family news. And I found when I got on the horse and I rode, I didn't think about that thing. And I'm not like trying to convince everyone who's listening to be a horse rider. I'm not doing that. But what I'm doing is find your thing. And hopefully... The other things aren't so much of a climb, you know. Find your thing to switch off from it because you can't be chasing numbers all day. And I know the nature of, you know, this industry and this business is, you know, grind, 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 the mindset. But you need to look after your stability, your mental health and, and, and find your happiness. And your happiness will not come from viewers and followers. And you think it does, but it doesn't. And I'm trying to tell you that. So anyway, when I was riding on the horse, I found I was so busy thinking about staying on and like using different aids to like do, make the horse do what I wanted it to do, that I'd get off and I'd almost feel the lightness on my chest. And I think, oh my gosh, I didn't think about that thing. Because it, because it, in my brain at that point when I was on the horse, I couldn't because I was too busy thinking, right, let's do this. Oh, she's doing that. Oh, you know. And it's so important. And, and I know, you know, meditation is big. It's huge for a lot of people. Some people like might poo-poo meditation. But to me, the horse riding is a meditation because it's switching my brain into a different gear. So what I wanted to say at this lovely festive time and in the holidays is, you know, step away, take a break and do something that makes you happy, that isn't related to you know getting an output that you think you can measure and you think you can measure the happiness of like you know x amount of this and x amount of that because that will always change when you hit that you'll want another and you'll want more and you'll want more and you become almost addicted to that and then you can't switch off from it and you know you'll beat yourself up for like oh gosh why was it lower today what have I done wrong and you'll go chasing circles do what you do because you enjoy it if it's something that you're doing not gaming related do it because you enjoy it not because you think it's what others want or you need to do you is, is, is my message for this holidays
so I did speak last week about starting a game. Look, there's me going on about happiness, right? And I'm sorry that was a quick like spiel on happiness, but it, it, you know, it, 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 it resonates with me. The thought of of others feeling like that, and I wanted to 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 talk about that with you. Um, I did say I was going to play a game last week. I was like, oh yeah, let's all try and play a game for fun. I have got to be honest. I I really has anyone played Pentiment? Now I started to play that when I was at Xbox, like it was featured on the stream I was on. So I played quite a lot of it, and I was so into it. And it's actually not a game I don't, I don't think I would have picked it up otherwise. But I was like obsessed with it, and I was so into this. Like it's like a drama, a medieval drama, and it's all very beautiful paintings, and it's kind of like you choose dialogue. And I was so into it. I know I'm talking like. I was I was there. It was like it's like a mystery, and you're like walking around, strolling around in medieval times, trying to fix this mystery. And I was so into it. Anyway, it's been too long. I turned it on the other day. I downloaded it again, and I was in it. And I thought, oh my gosh, I don't remember anyone's names. I don't remember any of the characters. And I really want to finish this game, but I now it's lost on me because I'm not like I'm not. I don't feel for any of them anymore. I know that sounds harsh. So I didn't. I I, th- I had it on, and I was like, oh, I can't. And maybe, I don't know, maybe it was the wrong, it was wrong to start a game that I'd started. Maybe I should just go for a new one. So I will try again in this next couple of weeks. Um, so yeah, that's my story. I did play a bit of Warzone off stream, a bit of Plunder, and I enjoyed that. But I'm not going to class that as starting a game on my own for my own enjoyment because, you know, I feel like it's a given I'd play Call of Duty. Um... On the vein of I didn't uh, play a game when I said I would, I wanted to talk, I thought I might end each episode with um, mentioning a game that changed my changed my life <clears throat> or like changed my outlook on things or I don't know, what what do you class as a good game? Like what do you class as like your top 10? Like what, what gets it into that? What, what hits it at that top 10 for you? For me, it's a game that really, really either moves me stays with me I think about it constantly after like months later so I'm going to pick you one of my top tens or um you know a game that will resonate me with resonates with me every week and I'll, and I'll let you know so this week I'm going to bring up the Walking Dead Telltale series the first one because I actually haven't played any of the others that might be a good place to start so the first one with Lee and Clementine I'm not going to give any spoilers, I promise, but my God, what a game. What a game. Emotional, I think about it often, and I played it yonks ago, when it came out probably. It is one of the most amazing games I've ever played. So if you ever want a kind of, again, it's kind of one of those like choice-based games with an emotional roller coaster of a story, the first Walking Dead Telltale Games with Lee and Clementine, and I'll leave you with that. Hopefully my intro and outro worked. I have uploaded one. <laughs> it's the first week this is going to be happening. Um, I think I say it on the outro, but I'm going to say it here. I'm at Hollywood Jays on all socials. If you'd like to reach out, um, have a look at the pictures from Hollycon, for example, or reach out and tell me you enjoyed the show, uh, if there's anything you'd like me to cover. Um, I hope you enjoy my ramblings. Uh, do rate the podcast five on whatever platform you might be listening to. I'm you know, I'd really appreciate it. Have a wonderful holiday season. I'll see you in the new year. Again, like I said, every two weeks you'll be getting an episode. Um, I wish you all the best. Stay safe. I'll see you next time.
Thanks for listening to another episode with me, Holly. If you want to find me on socials, at Hollywood Joes on everything. Uh, spelling should be in the title, let's hope. <laughs> if you could rate the podcast five stars, it would mean a lot to me. I'll see you on the next episode. Many thanks to Richard Lawrence for my wonderful music. I very much appreciate it. I'll see you all next time. <laughs>